0: Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm alongside my co host and co founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samar, how are we doing this week?
1: You know, doing real well. 2024 is, I feel like, in the swing of things and it's always exciting. It's extra exciting whenever we have a guest on yes, the show. Yes,
0: we have our first guest of 2024. Okay. And I feel like. She's like a distant relative that I just found on Instagram earlier this year, because once I came across her account, I was like, why have we never connected with this person? Because it's right in line with what we do here at Super Awesome Mix. So she runs a very popular Instagram account at Camille Passo Official, which is all about great music. Um, her name is right there in the name of the account. So please welcome Camille Pessoa. Camille, welcome.
2: Hello. Nice to meet you all. Thanks for having me. Yes.
0: Thanks for joining the show. Uh, So like I said, I mean, I found your Instagram account and I'm like, this is amazing because you will like rank top 10 songs from artists. You'll show all these old artist videos. You'll do head to head stuff like it's great. So what inspired you to kind of start this account?
2: I used to post uh, about music in my personal channel on Instagram. And I thought like in one day, why don't I create like a, a channel or an Instagram account that I can post everything that I like about music, like random stuff, old stuff, good stuff. And overnight I decided to open an Instagram channel and suddenly I started to know a lot of people. Uh, random people like you <laughs> that have the same music taste, that have the same music taste. It, it's, the, it's the beauty of the internet. We can connect with people of all, across all over the world that we have many things in common. So it's really good. It was really, it, it, it's been a, a very good experience, I would say. So we started like in yeah. the middle of nowhere and it's going fine for now.
1: I love that. Yeah, that's kind of been our experience too with Super Awesome Mix is like just getting into conversations with, with, like you said, kind of random people, people you'd never talk to normally or have the opportunity to talk to because they're all over the world. And then you realize like, you know, they start sending you song recommendations and you like point out songs and it's a lot of fun. It's a really nice community. So we're very happy that that we've come across you, uh, you on the internet as well and that you've taken the time to put together a really nice mix for us. If you want to tell us a little bit about the mix that that you're bringing today before we get into of course,
2: it? Of course, of course. I'm a, a really eclectic person when it comes to music. So I decided to pick up songs, like from different uh, decades, different genres, uh, totally different artists. So it's just, I, I don't want to label, like, I like jazz. I like soul. I like, you know, r and B. I I like everything. If, if the music's good, I'm down. So, so I think this... Uh, The selection reflects who I am. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun to go over each. And we we were
0: going for, I mean, because, you know, we're coming up on Valentine's Day and we haven't done a Valentine's Day mix in a couple of years. And last time we did one, the criticism we got from some people who will remain nameless, although they may host a show on our network now, was that it was just two guys talking and we needed a female voice. So... I was like, this is going to be perfect. I'll ask you on the show and have you put together a Valentine's Day mix. And so I, hopefully this will satisfy more people than, than maybe our Valentine's Day mix did a couple of years ago. So uh, excited to get into this with you. Same yeah, here. Yeah, very much.
1: All right. And with that, I will introduce the first song in your mix. And it is Kiss of Life by Day.
2: Exactly. Uh, you can go wrong uh, with Day. So... It's my favorite artist of all time. Uh, She's a Nigerian singer, but she was raised uh, in London. And I totally love her, like her smooth voice. I think like she's the personification of a sexy, smooth, soulful, um, sexy without being vulgar, right? Uh, Right. So it totally is, it's totally connected with Valentine's Day. So like it gives me like this vibe, this romantic seductive vibe so kiss of life is one of my favorite songs from her but i could easily you know choose other songs from her like no ordinary love uh your love is king smooth operator so there are many other romantic songs but kiss of life i think like the the vibe of the music video as well is like kind of reddish kind of mysterious so she has something mysterious in her voice it it brings me some inspiration so i think it's a very good song
1: yeah, I thought this was such a strong, strong pick and, and a great way to open the mix. I mean, this might be one of like the smoothest R&B songs I've ever heard. I just think it's it's incredible. I also love the saxophone playing. I'm always here for like unusual instruments and, and like kind of popular songs. Not that the saxophone is very unusual, but it's not in a lot of songs, right? Like it's it, it makes an appearance here and there. And, and I think it, it suits her voice so well. And, and they just both complement each other. And it really sets that mood, like you're saying, like. You just kind of want to sink into like a, a comfortable couch with someone, you know, listening to this song, right? Like that's kind of the, the vibe I get from it.
2: Exactly. So it's a smooth song. It's a relaxing song. So we can light up a candle or have, you know, a dinner with your loved one. So it gives this vibe.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. So let's get a little bit lighter here with song two, okay? It's You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates.
2: Yeah, so I love the song. I love the positivity of this song, um, and the upbeat, you know, uh, as well that is in the song. So it's not an obvious romantic song, I would say. It's a romantic song without being mellow. So I think I like it. And it also uh, was featured in many rom-coms movies. So I think like 500s. 500 Days of Summer, summer. yeah. Yeah. And what was the other one with Adam Sandler and Drew? A Wedding Singer. The Wedding Singer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it gives me this vibe as well because of the rom-coms movie and it's like a romantic song without being so mellow. So I like this, you know. That's why I, I choose like this song to create like, you know, a diverse playlist. So you can go with Shade, but you can also go with, you know, Hole.
0: Yeah, I, I love this song too. And it immediately in my mind, I just think of, you know, the montage, you know, where the couple's doing either some fun things that they're trying on the wedding dresses or whatever the case may be. But it's always, I, I'll never think of this song without thinking of just so many movies and and just a montage from it. But all of them are super fun and you know it's always a couple in love and all the other things and and it's a little more complex song than i think it probably gets credit for it's kind of this fun pop song but the way daryl hall sings it i think it's uh it's really pretty unique
2: yeah and i i love the electric piano as well so in the beginning you can hear that so it's not so obvious it's not a romantic obvious song so i like that
1: yeah I, i agree it's a great one um, all right, track number three, we're going to go back in time a little bit. And this is Off Key by Frank Sinatra and Tom Jobin.
2: So there's a, a story like behind this song. So Frank Sinatra used to be my father's favorite singer. So I used to listen to Frank Sinatra since I was you know, a kid in my hometown because I'm from Brazil. So, mm-hmm. And my father used to listen to all the crooners like Tony Bennett, Frank Sinatra, Charles Aznavou, which is a French singer as well. So I was inspired you know, and I was, I got this inspiration from my father since I was, you know, a child. And my mom used to listen to Tom Jobim, which is a Brazilian singer. Like he was one of the founders, I would say, of the Bossa Nova, which is like mm-hmm. a Brazilian genre, like for exportation. So it's, it's famous all over the world. And like both together, is just like, you know, an explosion of, you know, of good music because yeah. Tom Jobim plays guitar. He plays piano. He's a, he was a maestro. He already passed away. And the voice, like the voice, you know, with the T uh, caps lock. With yes. Bobo Frank Sinatra together. It's like a masterpiece. And you can hear the entire album because they, they made an album together. There are many other great songs like Girl from Ipanema, uh, Quiet Nights, uh, Agua de Bebe, which is another song. So I think this one is just one of, you know, the gems is in, in this album. But I think it's one of the great. It's one of the greatest songs in my opinion from both of yeah. them.
1: So I know No, honestly, I I loved this song. I loved it. Um, I had recently been thinking funny enough that I wanted to listen to more Frank Sinatra because I'd been watching the show Julia on HBO Max and, and it's set in the 60s and and had um at least one song by by him and I was like, oh I miss that music. And so to have this appear on this mix... You know, with this kind of like extra twist to it of having, you know, I, I feel like it has like this island vibe to it. You know, this kind of tropical feel, um, and I'm sure that that's Tom Jobin bringing that influence into the song. But I also just really enjoyed the lyrics too. I, I thought, you know, a couple of them made me laugh. Like, there's a line here where Sinatra sings, "I took your picture with my trusty Flex, which I learned is an old <laughs> camera, and he says, "And now, and now all I've developed is a complex," and I just think that's great. Like this kind of funny. Funny line about, like, I took your photo, but now I'm just kind of like obsessed with you. Like, all I developed was a complex.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. And, like, the bossa nova is like a a slower samba, right? Mm -hmm. So, it's a different beat of samba uh, because samba, you you need to dance. But, bossa nova, like, and people say that bossa nova was invented in a small apartment in Rio de Janeiro. So, they couldn't make any noise. So, that's why they play, you know, lower. (laughs) So, I I don't know. Rumor has it that was, you know, the bossa nova was. Born this way, so I don't know if it's true or not, but I prefer to believe on it. And uh, like the boston is like this, you know, relaxing, chilly vibe. So it's always good to yeah. listen to.
1: No, this is great. Thank you for introducing me to it.
0: Well, speaking of relaxing vibes, track four is "Come Away with Me" by Nora Jones.
1: Well,
2: I love this song. Not sure if it's the most famous song uh, from Nora Jones. Um, she's a p- pianist. She has an Indian heritage. So she tried to put in her music all these different um, backgrounds um, that she has. And I like that because I came from, you know, a country that is so diverse. Where You know, I was influenced by different uh, rhythms, different, you know, ethnic. So I like that, that melting pot in the music. I think her mo- most famous song was the other one. Don't yeah. know why. Not mm-hmm. sure if you know, but I prefer yeah. this one. Come away with me. I don't know, in the beginning of the song, you can almost hear like the rain falling down. So, you know, I, I feel that vibe. I feel that it's a rainy day outside. You know, I'm at home. I don't know if I'm heart- heartbreaking or not, or I'm with my beloved <coughs> one. I think it works either way. So yes. it, it gives give me like this atmosphere, like of a rainy day. You know, I'm enjoying my life with myself, with my broken heart or my with- beloved one. So I like that. And the lyrics, it's so beautiful. And and the piano as well.
0: Well, and I, I, really I love, love the the composition here and the way she sings it. She she's not in a hurry, right? And and I just love that. So no matter what your mindset is, once this song starts, she's just controlling the pace, right? So I think it's such a relaxing song. So, like, you know, if if Valentine's I think Valentine's Day is the middle of the week this week or like on a Thursday. So it's like you know, maybe you're coming home from work and you're a little stressed out. Like, this is going to kind of put you in the right mood, too, to kind of slow things down. And I, I love that about Nora Jones, because she always kind of controls the pace really well with her voice and just her music that, you know, she she puts you in that right mindset.
2: That's right. It's, it's like, it almost like she's whispering yeah. in the song. Like, she's speaking so, I don't know, so slowly and, as you said, like, with no hurry at all. So just embrace it, right? This moment with yourself, or with your beloved one. So I love that. It's a really good one.
1: That one is really good. Um, And if you are, you know, lucky enough to to be with someone that you love on Valentine's Day, this next song I think is perfect. Um, And also features two great, you know, all-time great voices of music's history. And it is Cheek to Cheek by Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong.
2: Well, it's a classic one. So uh, and I like the, the synchrony of their voices together, the powerful voice of Louis Armstrong with the beautiful, amazing voice from Ella Fitzgerald. I feel like I'm in New York with this song. Yes. So I don't know, it gives me like, you know, New York vibes, Central Park vibes. I'm walking, you know, uh, with my loved one across the street. I don't know, just having a, you know, a blast. So it gives me like this sensation, like a classy chic um, that I'm in like in New York in the fall, So I try to teleport myself, you know, in in a a scenario with the songs. So as I mentioned, like for Nora Jones, I feel like it's a rainy day like this one. I feel like it's, you know, fall in New York. So that's why I like it.
1: No, it's so funny that you say that, um, because literally, you know, as I listen to his, my notes here, I, I just feel like it transports you to a different time and place. Like it's just one of these songs that really does a good job of that, of like it just whatever you're doing, it takes you out of that and puts you where the song is. And and I love that imagery of kind of being in a fall day in Central Park and walking around and all the leaves are changing and there's like a crisp, cool air because absolutely, you can kind of just feel that in that song. So. I love that you talk that it, it does the same thing for you that it, that it did for me. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I think the, the piano really helps with that, too. I just think it's like it's just so beautiful and, and kind of simple. But in that simplicity, it like invites you to just notice your surroundings and, and kind of take it all in wherever you are.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's a 60. It's a song from the 60s. And it still sounds so fresh and so modern up yes. to date. So I like yeah. that as well. I feel like I'm in the Harry Sally, you know, movie. Yeah, totally. You know, when Harry met Sally. (laughs) Yes. Great film. I like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Track six, you've got My Love by Paul McCartney and Wings.
2: Well, I love that song. Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm a Beatle fan and Paul is my favorite Beatle. Like, I don't want to raise any controversy (laughs) here. I love John, too, but I think John left us too early. So that's why I have my preference. Of that, John is, pre- is my preferred uh, beetle, but yeah, so I think like this song is like the uh, it's like the anthem of the of, of love for me. I think of because of his love story with Linda that passed away too. And in them, I don't know if you had the chance to see the music video, they are he's singing and she's and Linda is in the back vocals, she's singing too, so she participates in the video. So there's like a story behind the song. There's a beautiful love story behind. So I love, and I keep mumbling this song the entire day when I listen to it, like, whoa, 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 all day long. So it's it's a a song that sticks in my mind the entire day.
0: Yeah, this was such a surprising song because Paul McCartney's, like, crooning in this one, which you really don't hear a lot of from his voice, um, really, in most of his work. So this one was such a standout for me and and just such a nice surprise. I'm kind of surprised this one also has never been redone. You know, like we we just had Nora Jones on. I could see Nora Jones playing the piano and and sort of remaking something like this. Because in and of itself, it's a beautiful song, right? So I'm surprised other people haven't yeah. gotten a hold of it and, and kind of redone it in a couple of different ways. But um, anyway, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. and was really shocked that this was a Paul McCartney song.
2: Yeah, it's a beautiful one. I love something mm-hmm. as well. I think there are other love songs from Beatles and from the post solo career that I could you know easily choose but I think this one for me is the most beautiful one and as I said I I think part of my role with my Instagram is don't let music good music die yeah don't let this music die even though we don't have other versions we can hear the original as much as we want (laughs) I love
0: that
1: (laughs) that's a really good mission yeah I like that a lot Thank you. All right. Um, track number seven, you know, you mentioned your eclectic music taste and, and you are certainly showing it because this is really cool. And one I, I didn't know about. So I'm eager to kind of dive more into his music. But and apologies if I mispronounce it, but Labios de, de Mel by Tim Maia.
2: Yeah, really good. Really good pronunciation. So it's a Brazilian song. <laughs> it's a Brazilian singer. So Tim Maia was, it's long story short, like he lived, he was born and raised in Brazil But she spent some years in the United States when he was younger. And when he was there, I think it was in the 60s, like late 60s, early 70s. I don't know, funk soul was really, you know, at the moment, was really strong at the moment. And when he came back to Brazil, he brought this reference, like this inspiration from the U.S. So he was like the pioneer. Like he he found the soul and funk music in Brazil. So I think like he's super unique artist. So I love that. And he used to sing with big bands, orchestra. So I like when, okay, the lyrics is good, but also like the Mm -hmm. instruments, you know, it's really good as well in this song. And Labus Gmail, like translating to English would be like Honey Lips. So like, it's a really romantic song, but at the same time, it's not a mellow, boring song. You know, you can dance this song as well. So I like that. And I like the, the idea because like of the funk, of the soul that he brought. Like I can totally hear and feel it in the song. Because there's no other Brazilian artist that has the same, I don't know, uh, sound, beat, reference than T. Maya. So I can totally see, you know, the American influence in his music.
1: Yeah, it is so good. I, I thought the beat was just so smooth. And, and it also has this really nice kind of just, I you know, I call it like a throwback feel to it. Like it, it again, kind of transports you back. Um, but in just like the best of ways and, and definitely one that you just kind of find yourself wanting to move to just naturally. And I, I think like you're saying, that's that funk influence um, at play because, you know, you just want to you just want to dance to it a little bit. It's got a great vibe and I think the music is beautiful um, and I definitely had to translate. I do not speak Portuguese, so I was trying to. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <trying> to, yeah, <laughs> just trying to understand the song. So, yeah, Honey Lips makes a lot of sense. It's, it's a very nice, loving song. It's, it's great.
2: And like, I love his voice because it's powerful. It's low. I always try to to compare him to Barry White here, like, like he's a Barry White in the Brazilian version, I would say, like powerful, low voice, romantic voice. So he's like, he was one of a kind.
0: I love that. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Except, you know, the Portuguese language like seems to move, at least in my mind when I hear it, faster than the way Barry White sang, right? So I think it's even more impressive that he can stay at a low register and still speak that that quickly, you know?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, all right. Track eight, You've got How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees.
2: Of course. So I think like this is a romantic uh, song, but at the same time it's romantic, but it's kind of naive. It's kind of like uh, a young teenage love. So like like you are insecure. You are asking for, you know, the other loves, validation, confirmation. So how deep is your love? So it's not like a mature love, I would say. I remember, like when I was younger, and I, uh, I'm married right now for 18 years. Yeah, with my, I have three kids. But when I was younger, I used to ask my husband, "Do you love me? Do you love me?" So I, when you're younger, like you feel more insecure. You want to, right. The other person to confirm, you know, this love. And it's like no other, no other person in the world matters. Only you. So I can feel it in this song. It's like an anthem, an anthem of a, uh, a young. Uh, teenage love.
0: Well, which is perfect because it's from the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, right? This teenager. So it's like this is such a great song for, for any relationship. But you're right, just like in the moment, you know, they kind of nailed it with what they were writing about at that point in time, right, in that movie. But yeah, I, I mean, I just love this song, you know. I mean, so many songs off that Saturday Night Fever soundtrack were hits, but they were like big disco dancey hits. And then you have something like this. And I think this is the song I always come back to with them. Um, But yeah, totally agree. There's there's a hint of insecurity in there, but I don't know. Maybe that's good for a relationship, right? To just have that little hint of insecurity there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think. Like I I think, like I mean, a prom dancing because there's the drama and intensity of the song as well. Like I see you, I, I, and when you're rising in the morning sun, I, I feel you're touching the powering rain. Like it's so dramatic at the same time. So I think I, I, I can relate to that when I was, you know, younger totally.
1: All right. So track number nine, um, a song I was also not familiar with, but I really enjoyed it. And it is, and I think it's a great title too. Lala means I love you by Swing Out Sister.
2: Yeah. It's not a song that was originally performed by Swing Out Sister. It's a British group from the 80s so I, I love this new wave influence as well from the, the Europe at the time so was, I think it was recorded it was recorded by Prince as well in the 90s by other group that I can remember the name so it's not an original song by them but I think the best version for me is this one from Swing Out Sister and I love like this you know this move vibe. I think her voice reminds me Lizzie Stansfield which is another British artist that I love so, like, this jazz, it reminds me, like, you know, you're having a dinner with your loved one,
0: so mm-hmm. it's, like,
2: a more relaxing, you know, smooth vibe, so, like, you can go wrong with this song, so it's a really romantic, and it gives me, like, this atmosphere of, you know, of a calming place with a loved one, you know, having dinner, eating a pasta, you know, something cozy, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I think you've nailed it. I I also felt like it was just another really great smooth love song. You know, I like that the the lyrics are like really easy to follow along too. And that helps. And it's like, just gets your body moving in in a subtle way. You know, it's not not as like dancey, but you just feel kind of, you know, just it moves you ever so slightly. And I really enjoy that about it. I think it's really well done. Thank you.
0: So yeah, wait, quick note on Lala means I love you. I remembered this by title because it was like on the oldies station. I remember growing up, but I hadn't heard Swing Out Sisters version. And then I looked it up and there's been like 10 different versions of this song over the years. So it's really kind of a, uh, I guess, a popular love song. But yeah, great choice there.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Now
0: track 10, I had not heard this one. This is You're the Best Thing by the Style Council.
2: Yeah, it's a British duo. Uh, It's not one of the most well-known songs, but I think like the title, it's self-explanatory, like you're the best thing. So there's this drama as well in the music. So um, I don't know, some people, I I was, you know, trying to search like what is the meaning of this song? And from what I saw on the internet, people were saying that uh, there is a British group that was trying to seek for international fame in the U.S., so people say like this song is like it's not it's not about love, but it's about like the relationship with England and United States. So I think I have the lyrics here and the lyrics says, just take a look here. It says, Am I might sure shoot to win and commit the sin waiting more than I, I'm already I already I already got. I could run away, but I'd rather stay. So I prefer to think there is a love song, but it also applies for this context of, you know, U.S. and England and, you know, like these conflicts. I want to, you know, to have an international fame, but I don't want to leave my, my country as well. And I can relate to that as an immigrant. So I really like the song and like and the, and the vibe and like the jazzy, you know, a beat that you can hear with this song. And the lyrics is so beautiful as well. It's like you don't want to ruin your love. Like you already love someone, And you don't want to commit a sin. You don't want to look for anyone else. You already have, you already got what you're looking for. So like embrace it, right? Yeah,
0: I I loved it. Because when I read through the lyrics, it was sort of this, it wasn't about settling. It was more about like how you have this kind of grass is greener kind of feel sometimes where you look at somebody else and it's like, oh, maybe that would be a better relationship. And then there's this realization of like, no, 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 you're the best thing right? Like, it's not this other thing. It's like, I've already got it here. What am I doing? Right? And so I, I think that was well done in the lyrics. I, I never would have pulled any sort of international relations from any of it. <laughs> I don't know about that interpretation. But, but yeah, I thought as a love song, I was like, no, this, this works really well.
1: Yeah, yeah. As I said,
2: I prefer to think it's a love story. It applies for both contexts, to be honest. But I think it, it, as you said, like you need to embrace what you have. Like, of course, you're gonna have temptations outside of relationship, but you know, you already have your beloved one, so you don't need to look, you know, for anyone else. So I love that.
1: Yeah, Matt and I always joke about how people take song interpretations sometimes a little too far, um, and it, it often it's just in it's just the simplicity of the lyrics. Just take them for what they are. Like, it doesn't need to necessarily mean. Anything else, but uh, here we are. <laughs> um, all right. Well, speaking of lyrics that I think are pretty straightforward, this is a, a great one by Queen, and one that honestly, it's it's so different sounding from from what you you normally think of whenever you hear Queen. And this is "Cool Cat."
2: Exactly. So it's not an obvious song from Queen. It's not a, an obvious romantic song. I would say I don't even know if it's a romantic song because you you can tell if it's a, a cat, and I know like Freddie Mercury used to love cats. Or if it's a real person, right? right. You don't know. And everything you don't I
0: read know. was like, no, this is just about a cat. Like critics were kind of divided. People were like, he's just writing about cats. And I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> exactly. You don't know. Like use your imagination. But, and I like that because he's singing the entire song in falsetto. So, mm-hmm. and he used to sing really high notes and it's not a typical, you know, Queen song. I love that. The fact that it's not an obvious song. And this song was one of the tracks of an album that was kind of a flop. Not flop, like Queen was never a flop. But I think the only famous song of the album was um, mm-hmm. Under Pressure with Dave Bowie. Mm-hmm. And like this song was not even a, a single, like Cool Cat was not even a single. So it's like a hidden gem in this album. But when you're a fan, and I'm a real fan of Queen, I would say that I, I tend to prefer the album tracks than the single. The single ones, like the, I don't know, the most famous one that everybody knows, like, you know, we will rock you. We are the champions. Right. So I prefer like, you know, the hidden gems. So I like to discover uh, like different songs from the artists that I love. So I think this one, um, it kind of reminds me like a soft rock vibe, Yachi, right? This Yachi rock vibes. So I like that. I like, I like that. And like the lyrics, as I said, like it's subjective. So you don't know what he's talking about.
1: Yeah. So I guess maybe I took it too simply then because I was just like, yeah, cool. It's like I thought it was just about a person who's a cool cat, but maybe it really well, you is about a Well, you clearly don't cat. own a cat,
0: Sammer. That's what that tells me. <laughs> I do not.
1: Yeah, I do not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely was not familiar with this Queen track. Um, and I'm also very impressed that he sang the whole thing in falsetto because I think like you know, Matt and I also joke about songs you should probably not do in karaoke, and I think this would be one of them because it's—I think it's way harder than you imagine to do an entire song
2: imagine. in falsetto
1: and yeah. still have it sound decent.
2: Exactly, like sustain your voice the entire song. You know, in yeah. falsetto, I can't. Like only I think Barry Gibb's, maybe from Bee Gees. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, <laughs> and maybe Freddie Mercury. Be... Probably, yeah. probably not yeah. at his
0: age now, but but certainly at one point, he probably could have pulled it off. <laughs>
1: For sure. All right.
0: Well, let's bring it home. Track 12. It is Red Red Wine by UB40.
2: Yeah, I love this song. And there's like some controversy in the lyrics as well, because it's about like wine, alcohol. And some people say like this song is related. Oh, I just want to drink, you know, to be numb, to forget all my problems, all my sadness, maybe uh, a lost love. So, yeah, like people tend to write love songs when they are heartbroken, like when, you know, they're suffering. That's when people, you know, are more inspired to write things. When you're happy, you're just happy and you're just, you know, enjoying your, your life. But when you're sad, it's the perfect time to write song. So I think like, but this song, what, you know, what I like um, in this song is the fact that it brings me like this, like it's a reggae it's a reggae song. So I feel like, you know, I'm in the Caribbean, you know, drinking some caipirinhas or margaritas, you know, uh, tan with my beloved one. So I like that vacation holiday sensation that the music brings to me. So I think the other ones are like more, okay, you're having wine, you're, you know, in New York, like this one, I in I'm in a beach, you know, I'm really having a good time with my beloved one. I feel like I'm dancing as well when I hear you. To- Listen to I this love
0: song. that yes and I love that this was this is a song was written by Neil Diamond and he had the original version way yeah. back in the day and then kind of out of nowhere UB40 made this a hit in the early 90s right by by just completely changing it and it's funny because Neil Diamond cites it as like his favorite you know cover of one of his songs is this and so it really kind of a uh, kind of a random uh, sort of intersection of styles. You know, you wouldn't think you be, or you wouldn't think Neil Diamond and reggae music, but um, it works here. And yeah, I mean, I I love this song just in general. I don't even drink wine, but I I still enjoy it. (laughs) um, (laughs) I don't even
2: drink, but I like the song.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's such, it's such an instantly recognizable song too. I think like just from those opening notes, you like immediately know the song. Um, But yeah, that's awesome. It was, A very, very lovely pick and a really nice way to round out the entire mix. Thank you so much for these awesome 12 songs.
0: Okay, what was most impressive about this mix is that there were so many different genres and styles, but I also feel like there was this amazing through line of like a steady rhythm throughout it where I didn't feel like wild twists and turns throughout. So I was really impressed by that, okay? And so listeners out there, If you enjoyed that mix, you're going to enjoy her Instagram follow. So get out there at Camille Pessoa official. We're going to put that, we're going to type it all out in the mix notes so you can, so I don't screw up the spelling and you can go right there and follow her and hear more great, amazing music. Um, Camille, anything else to plug today?
2: Uh, No, just enjoy this playlist. I hope you have an amazing Valentine's Day, everyone. If you don't have anyone, you know, by your side, just self-love, enjoy your, your own, uh, uh, own, own, own person. And like to everyone else, please follow me. Like you have good, you ha- you're good to get to know like very good songs there, like from songs from the past, like like this diverse and eclectic um, type of song. So if you like this idea of, you know, getting to know old songs or even like new songs uh, that is influenced by different genres, feel free to to go to my instagram
1: account awesome and we will also be linking out to it from our own instagram account at super awesome mix so if you follow us there uh you'll see the follow through there as well thank you again this was awesome
0: well there you go samra and i have plenty of other mixes to work on and so we will get to work on that so for camille and samra this is matt and we will see you next time